Welcome to AV Plus, the podcast from Commercial Integrator. I'm Adam Forziati, the senior web editor here at CI, and there's a chance in this episode that you might actually hear some lawnmowers that are uh, outside of my apartment complex right now. I, I am in like an enclosed backspace closet with all the windows shut, but uh, I guess this is the new normal of uh, working from home. Now, on that topic, though, we, we've been at home for a few months now, or at least some of us have been, and uh, we, we've already had discussions with our managers about working from home more often, even after the virus starts to subside. This is good news for integration firms, since your customers are going to need to rely on you for more work-from-home solutions and packages once they realize why investing in that technology is sort of inescapable for most industries. Now, the question is whether or not integration firms will have the ability to sell the right packages to the right person. So today on AV Plus, our editor Zach Como speaks with Ed Sharib of integration firm Inspire Technology about how to sell these work from home packages to clients. But first, let's take a look at this week's AV News to Know. Almo Pro AV had to cancel their in-person E4 experience earlier this year due to the coronavirus, but now they've announced the events will go virtual. Rebranded as Almo E4 Evolution, these online events will cover Western, Central, and Eastern United States in three separate sessions next week, on Monday, Thursday, and Friday respectively. They'll also feature CTS-certified sessions on UCC technology, DV LED design, the future of projection, and setting up esports areas. Another round of U.S. coronavirus relief could be on the way. The HEROES Act is a proposed $3 trillion economic stimulus bill that aims to provide more relief to small businesses hurt by the COVID-19 pandemic. That bill includes $200 billion to establish a hazard pay fund for essential workers. And lastly, we've assembled a handy list of new AV product packages that are designed to help tackle specific problems related to COVID-19. These packages cover a whole range of areas like fast food and curbside pickup, healthcare, operational compliance, and more. I will put a link to that story in the description. Okay, radio voice over. If you'd like to learn more about any of these updates or find more Pro-AV business resources, visit our website, commercialintegrator.com. Uh, I do have a cold. It's not Corona. <laughs> That's right. We, we, we want to ask. We'll, we'll edit that out. Yeah. I, I think the key is, is how do you ramp up right now? There are different levels of, of the work experience from home that we can help with. And a lot of stuff can be delivered remotely, set up remotely, and uh, we can help get that done. And most people should look at, at doing that. But really, try to mimic what you've done at the office as much as you can. Mm. You also have to be comfortable because now all of your meetings are going to take place from one place probably yeah. one chair. And then ramping people up to understand how to use the equipment is going to be important. So there's best best case scenarios or use, uh, best um, practice scenarios where, you know, as you're bringing people on to be remote workers, maybe they have to do some online training before you give them a license just to lower the impact of the calls you might end up getting as you start bringing on hundreds of people, thousands of people. So try to put best practices in place so that um, you'll ease the transition because your IT staff is going to be working remotely as well. Mm. There's going to be a lot of people working from home. So there are best practices that we can, uh, you know, we typically would talk about with our, with our clients to help make things easier. Also, you know, what can you do from outfitting these people? I mean, depending on what, what their needs are, but you know, a lot of people plunk themselves down in front of their laptop and think they're remote workers. Well, that, that might work for a little bit. 
uh, for instance, you know, you're coming in over a, a kind of a funky headset. Um, yeah. My headset actually dropped into my coffee this morning, so oh, I no. can't even, I can't even <laughs> use my headset. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm in a space where I don't have kids, and the audio's kind of in control, and I've been doing this for a while. But other folks might want to look at things like getting a decent headset that has noise cancellation so they're not distracted from the outside world. Um, I know I, I just was on a call yesterday. The, the person I was with, they had kids in the house, of course, like everyone does right now, um, that are parents and working from home. They had, he had a cleaning lady come over, which I thought was against what we're supposed to be doing. But yeah. She was right outside his door, his office, with a vacuum cleaner. Oh, God. He couldn't hear her because of the headset Yeah. in the way it worked with him. <clears throat> and at the same time, I couldn't hear her because he had the technology in his headset, which allowed that noise cancellation to take place. So I couldn't hear it. So our call was flawless. Um, so those are the type of things we can help people with. I mean, that, that solution itself was an enterprise solution where you could deploy hundreds of thousands of those headsets and an IT department can manage them, manage firmware upgrades, manage tweaks. So a lot of people are going to soft phones, to applications like Zoom, WebEx, Teams. You can actually tune these devices remotely over the web, and you can do it at an enterprise level. Um, so as you talk about throwing your workforce at home, you got to keep in track of how you can manage that from an IT perspective as well. And try to make the experience flawless so that when they do call and they connect and they have a, a meeting that's an hour or two hours long, it's going to be comfortable for them. The audio has to be comfortable, first thing. Right. Video, secondary, and content has to be available to people during meetings. So, you know, a lot of folks who go home, I, I recommend, you know, if virtual private networks are set up ahead of time, that'll help keep things secure. And... There's lots of solutions out there. I know Zoom, WebEx, I think are offering, you know, free services at this point in time. You can get started um, to, to test it. I think that's yeah. a great offering that the, the industry is stepping up to. And, you know, um, you got to work with providers that are agnostic. We're agnostic as a company. Um, so, you know, you, you, you might talk to a rep that's had 20 years of experience working with Cisco and WebEx. Or people like myself, I've worked with Teams, Zoom, WebEx. So you got to kind of be agnostic because every company has maybe adopted a platform already that you need to key off of. And right. I think that's important. And um, try to work with someone that has solutions that can work with you in, in that environment as well. Some companies are still open. So, you know, in, in a pinch, um, new rooms can be built. There are some workforce. We, we have our own uh, workforce that can go out there and still install until they shut that down. Um, but, you know, really, um, uh, making sure the office works with your home workers is, is important, but it's, it's not just, they're not just going to be there for a day, a week now. They're going to be there for, for potentially months. Mm -hmm. So we'll go through the, the curves of getting once everyone started up, but you got to really do that through best practices and with experience. Yeah. I think that's where the AV integrators come in because they, they've all been doing this for years now. Exactly. A lot of us have been doing it. What kind of questions are you fielding from customers? Ah, a lot of them are, are, are just trying to ramp up. They've, they've, they've explored, like I said, a lot of people have explored remote workforce enablement um, and they've done it to, you know, I've seen a lot of pilots done, uh, even at this day and age. Uh, a lot of people are working from home 
um, but they are looking for making it better. And what are some of those solutions? And I'd say some of the remote home working solutions that we can put together, like I said, with special headsets, things that can be managed remotely that help them. Um, but really it's more on how do we ramp up quickly? How do I get a hold of, I need to outfit, you know, I, I've gone from a hundred workers now to a thousand. Right. What do we need to do to get that in place? Uh, our CEO is now working from home. Uh, he doesn't want to work from his laptop. How can we better make his experience one that he, he can work with throughout the day, the week, the weekends, the nights. Um, so those are the type of questions we're getting. And, um, you know, that's, that's really, really key to be able to have the partnerships and be able to respond to the clients. So, you know, I have folks that I work with from all the major companies that will allow me to respond to clients. Also, you know, um, the customer success teams are important as you ramp up too. So best practices, customer success teams and being able to deliver. Yeah. What are some mistakes that, um, you know, some common mistakes that can be made when you transition into, you know, this mass exodus out of uh, offices and into, uh, you know, everyone's uh, homes? I think, you know, one of the things to um, just be aware of, I think one of the more the biggest difficulties is just making sure sim- simple things like they, they know how to use their camera and that their audio is going to work during these calls and also their internet connectivity. Um, I'd say for the most part, most of the people in that work out of their homes or have worked out of their homes in the past have pretty reliable connections, but you, you might, you know, want to consider beefing that up, especially now that everybody's at home. And that network's being used by your kids, your wife, uh, your partner. It just, it's, uh, it's something that they probably haven't experienced before all at once. And right. we're all in the same spot now. So making sure the technology works for you is, is probably the biggest hurdle because now it's being thrust into an environment that it hasn't totally been in before. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's when the questions come on. Do I have enough bandwidth? You know, is this reliable? Is it secure? And are my devices working correctly? You know, why today, if I'm, this morning I dialed using my soft phone and I went to go over and switch to a video call. Why isn't that working? Can you help me fix that problem? You know, those are the type of things that they're going to experience. And, and uh, unless they plan or have someone that can help them through that, it's going to be a struggle at, at first. Right. Um, my, my wife is a teacher. So, you know, schools are closed for two or three weeks and, uh, she had never used uh, Zoom or any kind of conferencing app before. And uh, now she has to, to communicate with her, everyone else in her department. Um, and also her, her kids, they're trying to you know, get all the kids on these calls as for little, you know, remote learning opportunities. And she had really had no idea, you know, what to do first. Um, so I actually kind of coached her a little bit. It was kind of fun, but um, yeah, a lot, a lot of people still aren't familiar with uh, Zoom teams, um, you know, Skype, Google Hangouts, and um, yeah, what, what is the learning curve there? I, I think it's like anything else that's new. I think a lot of people have been exposed to it. I'd yeah. say that most people out there have have been exposed to video calls through either FaceTime on their phones with their kids, their right. grandmothers, or what have you. Corporations have been exposed to it, and educational institutions have been exposed, but no one's been thrust into full-time use. Right. So I think, you know, there is going to be a learning curve. The good news is, you know, most of the companies have online training or online tutorials that can help people 
ramp up. Um, and there's certainly not enough people in the integrated market to help every person out there. So these are some of the tools that you can use to help get yourself familiar with an application. I think that a lot of companies are also starting to do online interactive lessons for people at this day and age where we are. Um, but yeah, there is going to be a learning curve, but once you start using it, it it's becomes a tool you really um, appreciate. And, and in this environment, well, it'll become a natural thing. I mean, my, my kids use video like it's second nature. I mean, um, and uh, I've been, like I said, I've been working from my home office for years and I'm a video guy. That's all I've been using. So right. I kind of get offended when I can't do a video call. Yeah. It gets to it's actually, it's interesting because it's at better quality all around. We hear each other better than over the telephone on this call right. yep. because of the fidelity of the audio over, over the IP networks and all the algorithms and compression that's done. So it sounds better. It, we can get more done. It's more interactive and you got to get past that easy. Learn. I mean, they've made these applications to be as easy to use as possible. And I don't think there's a tremendous difference between the different vendors' products. There, there, there are things that I like better in some than others, but at the end of the day, they will all kind of get the job done. You just yeah. have to get used to that platform. Yeah. So uh, what specifically do you guys offer that, that can help companies, you know, transition to uh, remote work? Typically what we can offer it right now, we can offer, you know, uh, what I call home kits. So we can do a little analysis of your user group, you know, who they are, what they're doing. And we can pretty much help outfit your office remotely from, you know, from just a few conversations. Mm. Um, but also, you know, turning people onto the right um, ways of getting people trained and up to speed. What's the best, best practices? Like I said, you know, I, I wouldn't just hand someone a license without them committing to doing a quick tutorial to, so I don't, we don't get calls I and mean, we can't handle right. the overflow of calls. I mean, if, if they're throwing everyone in the workforce to work remotely, no one's going to be able to handle that. So yeah. it's, it's better to have put things in place that can um, position yourselves to succeed. And that's where our experience can help folks. Um, you know, a lot of integrators have been working with this. They'll build out rooms in, the, in a corporate environment, but if they don't know, what happens when people go home for this, then they're going to be behind the eight ball. So we can help uh, people get that planned out and ramped up. Um, I can't say this is, this will be the first for all of us uh, getting this done in the numbers we're probably going to expect to see coming, coming down the pipe. Yeah. What is included in a home kit? I mean, it will vary. I mean, it would, more than likely it would, it, it's probably very simple uh, for most people. It's probably, you know, like I said, the headsets, make the biggest difference in the world. Um, but then again, having the proper camera. So if you're, gonna, if, if you're not going to be sitting in front of your screen, I'm in front of my laptop right now. I'm using my laptop camera. It's not the best thing there is. Um, but, you know, if I'm working off a bigger screen most of the time, you, you'd have to put the right type of camera on that screen. If you're working in an environment where you're being collaborative, I know a lot of folks in the engineering world and in the product development world and the planning are, uh, you know, in the education market, you might want a camera that follows you. And there are inexpensive sub $1,000 cameras that can help people in that environment. So you, you, you tie them in with the right type of audio that'll help them make it seamless for them when they're using it for whatever calling purposes, but also putting the right camera and the right size monitors and everything else in place. That helps. We can provide that for most people. <coughs> 
if if people need to have remote workers from home have a more robust system, maybe for a CEO, we can work on getting that to, to folks as well. Um, and there are, you know, there are options for leasing and other things like that. But, you know, I think from our perspective, it's, it's really going to be the expertise on how to ramp people up that's more valuable than just the technology. Right, right. And that's really what, I, what I've heard from others that, you know, rather than this rush to give all this technology out um, and, you know, profit off a very bad situation, they're being um, more um, acting in more of an advisory and consultative role just to, you know, actually help and do some good rather than, you know, strictly a, a business play. Yeah, I think it's more best practices in helping people ramp up. Yeah, um, that's for us. Technology issues are going to come through, and um, you know, if you can if you can cut those off early or by planning around it as you're trying to deploy rapidly, that helps. But it's it is a combination. It's more advisory, like you said. Uh, most people are trying to do it on their own, and and you know, with five or six people in your office, you probably succeed. Mm. But with hundreds of people that haven't experienced this, this before, it's it's going to be a, a, a train wreck. So yeah. you really have to help them out. Right. Great. And uh, thanks very much, man. I appreciate your time. It's my pleasure. You stay safe and yeah. um, nice talking to you. Yeah.